My Mac Podcast 283. Hail and farewell. You're listening to the My Mac Podcast with your hosts, David Cohen and Guy Searle. Hi everyone, Guy Searle here for the MyMac.com podcast. It's my unfortunate duty to inform you that for at least the foreseeable future, David Cohen will no longer be on the MyMac.com podcast. He's he's had some difficult choices to make, and uh, I, I think uh, I can I can safely say for the rest of the MyMac family that we wish him the best, and that we hope everything works out just the way that 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 he he definitely deserves. Now. David Cohen started with the My Mac podcast probably three years ago when when we had the, the mini podcast and he was doing a segment called Fenestrations. Fenestrations was in essence taking the the Windows world and finding new and creative ways to insert you know our favorite computer and OS into it, and it was always done. With, with a delightful sense of humor, which is what he brought to not only the podcast, but in his writings at mymac.com. And, I, you know, I, I, I think I can safely say without fear of contradiction that, that we're all going to miss David. And we hope that, uh, that this isn't forever, that, that he, he can come back. And of course, if he does, he'll be, he'll be welcome not only on the website and the podcast, but, but in, Whatever fashion he he decides to uh, to take his 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 online persona. Now, it's not all bad news. Uh, we do have an interview that David conducted with Don Mayer from Small Dog Electronics, which I'm going to insert in here in just a little bit. And I, I think that uh, that as a swan song that that this is pretty good. But before I do that, I just wanted to talk for a moment about the, the future, at least the immediate future, of the MyMac.com podcast. Now, I also have been associated with the podcast for a very, very long time. I became a regular on the show, probably around show 102 or 103. And it's always been one of those, one of those duties that I have that... I've always enjoyed and now, you know, here I am. This is my turn at, at the microphone and we'll see how well I do next week. We're going to take it in a slightly different path. I'm fortunate enough that, uh, Owen Rubin, who was on with David and my, well, and myself at, we met up with him at Macworld. Uh, is going to be joining me along with Mark Rudd, who was also at MacWorld, and we have we have a number of of topics that we're going to discuss, and you know hopefully it's going to be kind of lively, and that you'll all keep coming. You know, don't don't abandon the MyMac.com podcast. We're not we're not changing it so much that it's a completely different show. Anyway, on that note, uh, I'm going to go ahead and drop in uh, David's interview with Don Mayer, and I hope you all enjoy. 
And I'm joined here by Don Mayer of Small Dog Electronics. How are you doing, Don? I'm doing great. Good. It's Friday. It's Friday, yeah. It's the end, end of the week. And um, we, we, uh, we, we kind of got in touch over the, uh, over the newsletter you posted. Um, uh, you do Kibbles and Bytes, which is the newsletter, the Small Dog Electronics newsletter, and you had an editorial in there where you made some comments about Macworld. Right. Actually, it was in the introduction of uh, my normal introduction in the newsletter, and right. I uh, happened to be out in California at uh, some meetings in, uh, with Apple and Cupertino and uh, had uh, some spare time to go visit Macworld while I was out there. So I spent uh, the better part of the afternoon at the uh, Macworld show uh, about a week ago. Okay, so just to set the scene for uh, any of our listeners who don't know who Small Dog are, um, you're an independent Apple reseller and vendor, is that right? That's right. We're an Apple specialist. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, two retail stores and a very active Internet website. Right, okay. So you're very much at, at the heart of the Apple and the Mac industry. So really, kind of your perspective is you're the kind of the, the core market for uh, a, an expo like Macworld that, that IDG should be appealing to. Um, well, I, I think that's the core of, of the uh, of my comments and the sort of uh, uh, reaction to those comments that we've heard. I think that uh, what MacWorld has been and what it is becoming may be two very different things. Right. Now, you know, uh, to put it in some perspective, I've been to virtually every MacWorld in San Francisco, Boston, New York. Uh, and I think at one point they had them in Washington D.C. and once I think, believe even in Chicago. Right. And I've been I've been to every single one of those. And um, MacWorld has always been a place where uh, the industry came together and and okay. uh, uh, as resellers, vendors, uh, and Apple to discuss uh, the latest uh, products from Apple and and to make deals and. Uh, uh, it was a very convenient uh, time to get together and talk to uh, people that were doing business together. Right, I see. So you're very much coming at it from a, a business perspective rather than a end-user perspective. But obviously, you know, I think we all appreciate that's very much important that the industry communicates and talks to each other and cuts deals and uh, kind of figures out what's, what, every, what everyone else is doing and is going on. So, so you know, fully appreciate where you're coming from on that. In terms of comments you made in the newsletter, you, you, you basically you said that you felt it was kind of sad. Is is you know is that a fair summary? Yeah, I, I thought that the uh, you know uh, show barely filled one of the one of the halls when uh, you know the last time Mackerel was there, it filled uh, most of both of the halls. Yeah, um, I, I believe that uh, um, you know there were. Uh, a dearth of Macintosh-related products. There were a lot of iPhone and I, 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 iPod products, but uh, not that much in terms of uh, software or hardware peripherals uh, for Mac computers. So that that was part of what made it a you know uh, motivated my comment to say that it was sad. Okay, so in terms of just to kind of drill into that a little bit, is that because you felt that the Mac products that were there just weren't particularly interesting or just that there weren't enough of them or the balance was wrong? It was There was too much iPhone and, and iPod stuff compared to the Mac. Because, I mean, the, the word, the Omni, Omni were there and uh, Microsoft were there. Uh, there was no Adobe and obviously no Apple. But uh, there, there, was, there were some vendors. Was it, did you feel the balance was kind of wrong? 
the balance was 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 very wrong. I think yeah. that uh, you know there's I would I would guess, and I don't have an exact count that it was uh, perhaps as as big as you know five to one uh, iPod and iPhone uh, uh, product vendors as opposed to Macintosh computer vendors, and most of the Mac, many of the Mac uh, uh, oriented vendors were selling. Uh, cases and peripherals rather than, um, you know, hard drives or, uh, hardware, uh, peripherals for, for the Macintosh. Right. Um, and, you know, we, you know, there really was only, uh, the two that you mentioned in terms of software vendors. No, no new software that I saw. Very little in the way of gaming, uh, yeah. software. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I appreciate where you're coming from, and it's probably a fa- it's probably a fair comment in that uh, in that you know there was an awful lot of of iPhone, and obviously the iPad was stimulating a lot of that as well. And, and I, I think uh, the App Store is 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 definitely going to have an impact on this sort of show going forward. That perhaps to the detriment of the Macintosh stuff. Um, I think I think that that that's fair enough. Um, I mean, from your perspective. Uh, I mean, a small dog does does sell iPhone and, and iPod gear as well. What percentage of your business do you think it makes up compared to the Mac? Uh, I, did, I didn't understand. The... In in terms of you... yeah, in term in terms of uh, small dog's perspective, how much of your business do you think is um, is iPod and iPhone related compared to Mac? I mean, do you think your your kind of split between that those two kinds of product lines was was different from what kind of how Mac well presented it? Well, yes. I mean, I would say that we're if you look at our revenues, uh, I would say that the Mac revenues are over seventy five percent of our revenues. Right. Okay. okay. Um, you know. So. You know, it, you know that's not to say that iPod and iPhone uh, products are not important to us, uh, but it is. You know, we're first a Mac company. Yeah. Right. Okay. Fair enough. So, in, in terms of um, in terms of the show floor, I mean, you you weren't you weren't exhibiting this year. Have you exhibited at MacWorld in the past? Not as uh, Small Dog Electronics. Uh, in a previous company, Maya Computer Company, years ago, uh, we did exhibit at Macworld and sold products on the show, show floor and uh, had a very popular and active booth. Yeah. Uh, but, I, no, we generally do not exhibit uh, to sell products at Macworld. Okay. Now, I mean, one, one comment I think is fair about, about Macworld this year is that there was, very, there was very few of the larger companies actually selling directly on the floor. A lot of the smaller booths were. Um, do you think there's a place for that really, kind of, you know, doing direct to the public sales at that sort of show? Or are you really more interested in the, in the industry contacts and, and doing the deals? Well, for me personally, I think it's the, uh, uh, the industry contacts. Having everybody that's, uh, buying and selling in a single location to, to learn about new products and to talk about how we get those products into our stores is more important to me than any sales on the show floor. Right. Now, now that may, you know, maybe that's not where Macworld is going to go. That as a more consumer oriented show, uh, you know, perhaps that's, uh, you know, that's the future niche for that, uh, for Macworld, but it's not what's been, and it's, uh, you know, a very, very different show than it has been in the past, if that's the direction that it goes. Yeah. Okay. Now you mentioned in your, uh, editorial that, that you got some disappointing feedback from some of the vendors you spoke to, uh, and that, um, 
that some of them uh, some of them said they would not be coming back next year. I mean, could you, could you have kind of have a feel on on um, how many of that that was? Was it the majority you spoke to? Was it was it only a few of them? Or was... um, now I, I have to qualify in saying that those that I spoke to are generally looking for. Uh, new vendors to carry uh, new resellers to carry their products. Okay. So, you know, okay. uh, I, I spoke, I, I had extensive conversations with two or three of them who I already carry their products. And so I had a relationship with these right. vendors. And when I came to talk with them in the booth and said, how's the show going? Uh, their response was, there's no resellers here. It's all end users. Uh, you know, that wasn't what I was hoping for. Right. Okay. So, so again, very much going back to what you said before, your, your uh, real disappointment with the show was the kind of the business to business networking, which you've had in the past wasn't really there. So if, if Macworld and the IDG were able to address that with some, some networking events and trying to track uh, more of that sort of, of discussion would would that kind of make you feel better about that world for the future and, and make you want to to go out and visit it again uh, perhaps i mean i think that uh, i think that it, it uh, <coughs> i have some question <laughs> excuse me i choked um i have some question as to whether MacWorld can exist as an industry event without apple's participation right it's apple that brought the industry together it's apple that's that the reason that MacWorlds were so successful was that apple was at these shows apple was exhibiting apple executives were there apple reseller partners were there the vendors were there to talk to apple the resellers were there to talk to apple so everybody was there brought together by apple right. without apple in that equation uh i sincerely doubt that you're going to have that industry participation right. um I think that the industry is already looking at other venues uh, to have that uh, type of contact, whether it's the Consumer Electronics Show or whether it's an Apple reseller event uh, put on by the Apple Specialist Marketing Co-op yeah. or whether it's uh, Apple events put on by the major distributors like Ingram Micro and uh, Tech Data. Right. Okay. That's, you know, that's what's going to replace Macworld right now. Um, so I'm, 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 I'm somewhat skeptical that Macworld will exist as that type of industry event. Right. Now, as a consumer showcase, yeah, I mean, it, it's certainly possible that it may exist. But uh, it, it's, it should be noted there were very, very few uh, industry resellers and partners uh, there uh, at, at the show. Right. So it might have to become much more of a of a kind of a, a front-facing direct you know direct to the, to the consumer type show and and you feel that that the resellers don't, don't really fit into that model do you think that, that the show can can continue to succeed as something like that i mean you made a comment as well about the number of um potentially free tickets that were given away this year to keep the numbers up um, and, and we've not we've not seen the detailed numbers from from IDG yet to, to know exactly how what the footfall was, how what the traffic was like. Do you think that that sort of show is sustainable just as a consumer show? Um, I have my doubts. I mean, I, I, I wish I wish them the best of luck. Um, I think that uh, IDG obviously had an interest in uh, making sure that the numbers didn't show a precipitous decline from year over year and. Um, I know that they were commenting on uh, the number of journalists that were there 
yeah. being being greater, but I also know that it was much easier to get a press pass this year than previous years. Right. And I was told that there was some fairly extensive advertising of of free passes to MacWorld. I, I, I don't know. I, I think that uh you know I think that the uh, seminars and workshops are 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 strong and a benefit to the user community. Uh I think that uh most of the people that are singing the praises of MacWorld are those that have been presenters or um you know ha- had a booth at the show and had some good interest uh but i don't i don't i don't see where the value is going to come to have a consumer oriented show apart from the consumer electronics show which is you know within 30 days of this show uh pretty much every year anyway yeah the, the- I mean, the, the CES is great for the industry, but obviously, I think the end user can't really visit CES. It's a, it's kind of a trade-only event, isn't it? So, it, it, right, and that's what, and that's you know, that's, that's yeah, kind of I what mean, you were looking for. Um, yeah. So, so you know, I appreciate that. Um, I'm, I just, well, I, I guess we'll just have to, we'll just have to wait and see. I think, I think, from my perspective. And, and I've I'd only been to one Macworld before, so um, I'm, maybe I'm not the best person to kind of comment on on that. Um, from my perspective, it, it, it seemed to be the most of the end users that I spoke to were having a great time, uh, and were you know were enjoying themselves. Now, whether they were earning a free ticket, obviously, um, that's kind of a different different story. It's not something that I probed on. Um, I think I think a lot of people who I spoke to who were who were visiting the show kind of got something out of it. Whether that's enough to keep it sustained in the long term, we'll, I just we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. Um, yeah, what, what was? Uh, did you get any any feedback from IDG when you actually posted your comments? Have they uh, kind of spoke to you? Yeah, no, I, no, I've talked to yeah. them. I, yeah. I, I've definitely I talked to Paul Kent, and uh, you know we had a great conversation. And you know we'll certainly talk about future events and yeah. and how we, how we might get involved. But you know there's there's history here too. You know. Uh, when Macworld moved from New York back to Boston and Apple said, oh, no, we're not coming with you, yeah. you know, they had uh, a show with significantly fewer vendors and fewer industry participants, and eventually it was unsustainable. Yeah. In Boston, where Macworld was born and where they've had a long string of very, very successful shows with Apple participation. So... I mean, I think that the basis of my uh, pessimism as to whether Macworld can continue is based upon uh, the lack of uh, Apple participation and yeah. excitement surrounding the event. So, so would your advice to IDG be to to go back to Apple and try and persuade them to participate, perhaps not in the same way they have in the past, but in 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 a closer ties to the event than this year, where they just weren't there at all. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think that it is very unfortunate that there was some sort of disagreement that led to uh, IDG and Apple uh, not having a cooperative arrangement any longer. I think that uh, I, I certainly understand why Apple wanted to cut down on their trade show appearances, but it seems to me that some sort of uh, lesser presence might might have been uh, negotiated that would have allowed the show to be. Uh, continue to be a success with some sort of Apple participation. Okay, just just one final question then, um, then Don. Obviously, we're in we're in a down market at the moment. The, the whole economy, world economies, have contracted massively. How much of that do you think was a factor in some of the decisions that were made about MacWorld this year, 
um, that that may improve the situation next year, based on your experience as a somebody in the same same market who's still trading for the same customers. Well, I, you know, I, I, I'd be foolish to say that it would have no impact, but I think that one of the advantages of being uh, an Apple reseller is that we're selling the hottest products on the planet, yeah. and to the extent that any business is resistant to the economic downturn, our business is, yeah. and we see Apple expanding its market and becoming a $50 billion company in the middle of the worst economic depression in decades, or if not, if not uh, hundreds of years, uh, we you know, I, I think that there's a very clear indication that there's tremendous potential for the industry with it, even in even in the uh, these times of uh, slow economic growth. So, yes, I think that that probably uh, impacted some companies' uh, decision whether to uh, exhibit or not, but I don't think it had that significant an impact. Right. I, I think you also also need to consider that many companies uh, uh, that are resellers. Uh, will not come and resell products at that show because of the uh, implications for sales tax uh, should they do so. Yeah. Um, you know, we found that uh, years ago that if you exhibit at a trade show, uh, the local tax department could come and say, okay, now you have to pay sales tax on all of your sales into that venue. And right. since California is such a huge market, I think that uh, that becomes a real issue for some okay. resellers. Okay. All right. Well, that's been very interesting, Don. I really appreciate you giving us the time to uh, give us your perspective. I think it's a, it is a different note from, from what many people have been saying, and, and it's interesting to get kind of from the heart of the industry of, of, of you from, from somebody who's kind of there at the coalface selling Apple products day in, day out. So I very much appreciate that. If our listeners want to uh, go and, and find, find products from Small Dog Electronics, where's the best place for them to go? It's very simple, www.smalldog.com. Brilliant. Okay, well, uh, I, all our listeners, will, I'm sure, will uh, go and check out and check out your site and see what you've got. And uh, thanks very much for giving us the time today, Don. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks, David. Hey everyone, Tim Robertson from OWC Radio, the official podcast for MacSales.com, www.MacSales.com. Wanted to talk about a really cool product this week. Oh, hold on a second. Hello. Oh, hey, I was just recording the commercial for your upcoming show, uh, My Mac Podcast 283. And Uh-huh. No, I'm actually recording right now. I'm going to probably have to go back and, and edit this part out because, you know, I wasn't expecting. Huh? Oh no way! Really? Does does Guy know yet? <laughs> really? Oh, you know it would be funny. Don't tell him. No, seriously. Wait till it's time to record two eighty three and just, huh? No, just throw him in the deep end, dude. It would be funny. Seriously. Oh no, I'm sure he he won't care. He'll be fine with it. No, no, you know it, it, you're joining. Uh, uh, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I mean, Top Gear is a great show. I think you'll do fantastic there as a new host, and it'll be cool. Yeah, no, no. Don't tell Guy. No, just make it real cryptic like, yeah, I can't do it no more. Yeah, but wait till like an hour before he has to record the show. It'll freak him out. Huh? 
No, it'll be funny. Okay. All right, well, dude, I got to go. I got to record this uh, commercial. All right, man. See ya. Okay, thanks, Tim, for that message from OWC. That's maxsales.com. Um, kind of finishing up for, for, uh, this podcast this evening. Next week, we're, we're going to have Owen Rubin and Mark Rudd on to, to give us a hand with the podcast. And we'll have a number of subjects to talk about. Um, I guess, uh, the, the last thing I, I have to say about the, the whole situation was with David is that, uh, I hope he knows that the welcome mat is always out and that his key will always will always fit the door. Thanks for for all the hard work and time that uh, that you've put into the podcast and mymac.com David and we're going to miss you a whole lot. And on that note, uh, I'm going to kind of wrap it up and we'll see you next week. I know this one's a little bit shorter than it normally is, but I I promise, I promise there'll be some longer shows coming up in the future. Thanks for listening, everyone. Good night. And thank you for listening to the MyMac.com podcast. Please send all feedback to podcast at MyMac.com. Be sure to check out our other shows, including Geekiest Show Ever, My Phototech Podcast, Your Own Victory Garden, and Sam's Cool Picks. All available in iTunes.